0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Down by the Creek. I am Alvin Williams and I'm happy to once again be joining you folks to talk about this absolutely insane show. And boy, do we have a doozy this week. Well, we watched uh, episode seven, I believe it was called Detention. Uh, so this week, emotions run rampant in the halls of Capeside High when Dawson, Joey, Jen and Pacey, are all saddled with Saturday detention, but the detention rapidly uh, devolves into a game of truth or dare, forcing the friends to face their true feelings for each other, revealing that sometimes a kiss is just a kiss, and sometimes it's more. But as we've established through several episodes of this podcast, I cannot do this alone. Joining me this week, from Moms and Murder and the Criminality Podcast, please help me give a round of applause to the incredible Melissa...
1: Hi, Alvin. I don't hear Hi, the applause, Melissa. but I'm imagining it. Is that how this yeah,
0: works? Yeah, well, it's all—it's always imaginary applause okay. because okay. I don't like people to get too full of themselves. We like to keep people humble here. Sure, sure. Now, before we go forward, I know that from listening to several, y'all you know, listen to Criminality, I listen to Moms and Murder, you don't say your last name. So I just want to make sure that Melissa's fine. I, it's Melissa's like great. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. It's okay. not, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm going for a whole Prince thing and uh, it's working okay. <laughs> really well.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is actually a trick, Melissa. This I actually brought you on to ask you if you are the world-famous internet hacker Anonymous. So is that, are you or are you not?
1: I can neither confirm nor deny. wink. Okay, wink.
0: then we'll move forward. I don't want to get into a whole messy thing. Uh, <laughs> first of all, Melissa, thank you so much for joining me. I always feel like it's a weird ask. But you were game, and I appreciate it. Yeah,
1: so excited. Well, because we talk about murder. You talk about murder on your show, too. Sometimes it's nice to just... It's so great to be ridiculous. I I love that. This is very ridiculous.
0: (laughs) It's, It's probably this episode in particular. The episode... Two episodes ago, there was a hurricane episode. Right. And I thought that that was the epitome of ridiculousness. And then I watched this episode, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this show can top itself every time. Every time I think... That's I, you can't get any more ridiculous than that. They're like, "No, hold my beer
1: and watch this." <laughs> exactly. So this
0: episode was incredibly ridiculous. It had this real, you know, uh reality TV kind of there was a lot of um drama. Yes. And I, and I, so so I think this was a perfect episode to have you on for. Uh, but let's, before we get right into it, what I'd like to ask my guests is, you know, Dawson's Creek premiered on a Tuesday in 1998. So I like to ask my guests, like, what were you doing in 1998? It's a Tuesday. So it's a school day.
1: Oh, I was very boring. So I was in 10th grade. I think I did the math on this. I was in 10th grade, just going to school, probably playing volleyball, uh, staying were you away going from... by Missy because I... this
0: is clueless era where you, Oh is no, that, that's just... No, Mm -hmm. never, never, never never Uh -uh. been a Missy in your life.
1: Never. And anytime anyone called me that, it was very, I would accept it because I'm never going to be confrontational, but (laughs) I was like, okay, okay. Well, I'm writing your name down. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Still have a list.
0: So, so, okay. So you're in school, you're, you know, you're living, you're living the typical high school life. Yes. So you would say Dawson's Creek is a little dramatized compared to your high school
1: experience. (laughs) I mean, a a little, little. not much though. (laughs) I mean, this, all of this definitely went on somewhere. No, this is nothing like what I grew up with. So I don't know if that, I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing.
0: It's melodrama. So it's not yeah, really there's... like nothing too, too intense. Mm-hmm. So you could see this happening anywhere, but all of it happening anywhere and at this magnitude and at this level is pretty ridiculous. I think we all had like artsy kids in our school. Sure. But none of them were this arrogant and, you know, prophetic and just s- s- love the smell of their own shit. Just quite the way Dawson Leary does. Oh my I've never met a person quite like Dawson Leary ever in my life. And I hope to never.
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> that would be the goal. Yeah. I've never met anybody, nor have I ever wanted to associate with anyone uh, like him. He's the worst.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive how terrible of a person he is.
1: Yeah. Well, it's uh, so, impressive yeah. that he's like the main guy on the show. There's the whole freaking show is named after him. And you're like, this Dawson's guy? Creek. Him?
0: Yeah. The, him? Really? Okay. Dawson's Creek? Yeah. Every episode. I've been keeping a tally of just Signs of Dawson being a serial killer.
1: Yes. And I
0: hope to every episode, I'm like, maybe this is the episode where they break the spell for me and I no longer feel this way. And he starts to show himself and be worthy of being the titular character of a show. This episode disappointed me once again. (laughs) I have a long I have more things to add to the list of serial killer tendencies and terrifying actions and just weird looks that he gives to the camera. And also his dialogue, the things that he says constantly are just I'm like, people don't speak that way. This is weird. This is a sociopath. The first sign of that, right out of the gate. So the show opens up. Every episode, uh, Dawson and somebody, typically Joey, are watching a movie. And that movie usually foreshadows what the episode's going to be about. Okay. So Joey and Dawson are watching some kind of movie about drag racing for a woman's heart or something. And in the middle of a movie that's been on for an hour and a half, Dawson turns the movie off and he goes, I don't like this movie. (sighs) What are you doing?
1: I don't get this movie.
0: Yeah, but we've been watching it for an hour and a half. I'd kind of like to know what
1: happens. When movies get too unrealistic, it depresses me. I get a headache I can't watch. Could
0: you imagine sitting on, uh, the, on the couch with your spouse or a, a close friend and you guys have invested a night. You have popped popcorn, you open a bottle of wine. You've been watching I Care A Lot for an hour and 20 minutes. And then the person next to you just grabs the remote and is like, I don't, I don't really get this. So movie night's over now. No, Just taking all agency away from you.
1: <laughs> no, thank you. The only movie I've ever almost done that in is, what was that called? I th- I'm thinking of Ending Things on Netflix, the okay, Charles yes. Kaufman movie. Like, but still, I was so enraged I needed to see what happened, but I had no clue, even through the end. To this day, I have no idea what happened, but I was going to sit there <laughs> and finish it. I was not a quitter. But yeah, an hour and a half and somebody's like, forget it, we're we're done here. How it makes do- the you decision get to decide? for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir. And she was kind of like, okay, um this is Dawson being Dawson and ex- as she always does. Yeah, it was it was a lot to take in. It was a, it was a very abrupt way to start at the beginning, I think.
0: Well, it would be if I already didn't have a a very full list of things <laughs> that are way more terrifying and way more Where you go, this guy's the star of the show. This is the protagonist. Right. And women are fawning over him left and right. He is, he is, there are two women vying for the attention of Dawson. And this is the action that he starts an episode off with. Yeah. I don't want to watch this anymore. So movie's night's over. This is done. Yeah. And she's like, oh, isn't he dreamy?
1: Yeah. That whole, I don't get it. I, I have like a very small, uh, memory of Dawson's Creek. I wasn't allowed to watch it because my parents found out that Pacey was having an affair with the teacher. And so, Oh, wait,
0: wait. Oh, this is no, this is big. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I, I wasn't watching Dawson's Creek. So I didn't have, there was no regulations put on me as a kid when I, you know, when it was on. Right. So this caused ripples in parent in parental situation. Like there were parents going, we heard about that? Absolutely. You, you can't watch that? Yes.
1: It was like, it was huge and I remember watching it and you know, you weren't recording things so you'd have to watch it live so your parents would be home so you can't sneak and watch it. And yeah, I remember watching it. My mom was like, what is it you're watching? And I told her and I don't know where she found out, not the internet, but she found out from somewhere that he's having an affair with his teacher and she's like, you can't watch it. So then I would spend some Tuesdays at friends' houses to watch uh Dawson Oh, you'd Street. sneak and watch? Yeah. And then that's about as rebellious as I got watching other kids be rebellious. So I don't remember a lot of it. I know like the basic idea, but yeah, it was forbidden in my home.
0: Wow. That's amazing. This was a big show. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it was it was coming. It would come off. It would come on after Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So what a time slot to have. I mean, you know. and then it turned into its own thing. It became like a cultural phenomenon. And that song.
1: It's just oh, Paula
0: Coles. I don't, you know, I don't want to wait. Great song, which does not play in this.
1: I was um, I, so I, confused by that. <laughs> Thoroughly confused. I was like Googling, like it was the first season when they didn't play it. Did they change it? And it was like, no, they did not have the money to pay for that.
0: Yes. It was purely, I love uh, it. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a bureaucratic reason for Paula Coles. I don't want to wait not playing in the show, but I do have it on good authority that at least on Hulu, maybe on Netflix as well for the season, for the series finale, the last episode, so it, it's 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 putting a lot on the song. It's a big, it's a big payoff. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's really a payoff. But if you watch all six seasons of this show on Netflix on that last episode, you get to hear Paula Cole's I don't want to wait kick in the last episode.
1: I can't even imagine how exciting that is for like one person. One person yeah, is waiting for that. There's
0: there's one person who like shit their pants Absolutely. when they heard that song. They're like, I've invested <laughs> two straight days. Of binge-watching Dawson's Creek, and here it is, finally. What a surprise. What an Easter egg. Yeah,
1: then they walk in the grocery store and just hear it playing, you know, ad nauseum. Yeah. It,
0: because I can't have it, I miss it. Sure, But sure. if it played, if I watched two episodes in a row, I'd be hitting the skip button immediately. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But now, since it's not playing, I, I long for it constantly.
1: Absolutely.
0: So anyway, just before we jump out of this scene cuz they t- they it turns it devolves into this whole discussion about uh, Jen and Dawson. Joey's very jealous of that relationship and you know, she throws that in his face. But before we get into that really quickly, it is revealed, and it's not surprising, but for Dawson to be walking around like he's this auteur and this film savant, it is it is officially stamped that his favorite movie is E.T.
1: What on earth
0: that's insane.
1: It is, and just that whole dialogue between them about this little tiny—I just love the fast talking. Where I'm like, y- "Your brain's not even fully developed. There's no, no way you're coming up with this stuff so quickly." But yeah, E.T. of all movies, I'm like, "You're judging this movie based on your love of E.T. Come on, buddy. Like, turn E.T. off. Why are you turning this yeah. drag racing? At least something. There might be a wreck. It can get better. Yeah,
0: yeah. How about how about grow up, man? And they literally, <laughs> there's a partition." An E. T. plushie is on the bed in between
1: them. Yeah. They didn't get the rights yeah, to that yeah. either. That was real messed up.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I don't know I don't know what kind of weird deal Steven Spielberg and Kevin Williamson, the creator of Dawson's Creek, has uh-huh. but there's posters littered of Steven Spielberg yeah. movies all over the walls. They reference Steven Spielberg every episode, his films, lines from his movies. They even directly quote scenes from the movies. Within the show, so I don't know if he is uh, a nephew of Steven Spielberg Maybe. and has decided to he decided to make his own way without using the Spielberg name. But I every episode I'm baffled at how they weren't sued tremendously and how the show just wasn't removed by Steven Spielberg
1: <laughs> from being on TV. Yeah, it's incredible. That, yeah, that's true.
0: Joey starts to um, sow the seeds of doubt in Dawson's mind about his sexual prowess and. You know, I like one of my favorite lines in that scene is that he goes. Uh, First of all, girls are attracted to romance more than anything else. Yeah. Keep hope alive there. At 15 years old, there's no signs of that. At,
1: at all. At, at all. No. There's just
0: no sign. This is a guy who's on lowest of the totem pole at his school. And he's like, no, no, no. Girls like flowers and chocolate and, you know, and, and to be told sweet nothing. Right. And they like when I quote films from the 70s, you know, and, and put them into uh, poems. And it's like. No man, this is high school, and it's a TV show, so the the jock is king.
1: Yeah, girls want to know if you have a car. That's about it. There's, <laughs> yeah, like,
0: it's like, it's like high school is the most superficial part of most people's lives, right. and that sucks. But it's the truth. So for him to have this confidence of like, women love romance more than anything. Yeah, at fifteen, it's it's delusional. If he would
1: have said women love gushers, I would have been like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this at 15, 15. but yeah <laughs> but romance Women i was even
0: nintendo 64 <laughs> yeah
1: we can get on board with that but romance i was like come on even in my age i'm like eh, no, that's you're trying too hard but that's
0: intense right imagine being 15 and, and like a dude asking you on a proper date no like to a restaurant with candles and you have to dress up you'd be like wait, what do you want to do? I know. I think that would be terrifying. Oh,
1: absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that guy at all. If you yeah. hand me, like, a fruit by the foot or something, I'd be like, yeah, you're kind of cool. I get it. Yeah. So maybe we'll do R-
0: this. Mess up your hair. Yeah. Those you know, things. Or are... call you a little silly name. Not too far, but just, like, you know, nag you a bit. Yeah, yeah. But for a guy to come up to you and, like, excuse me, like, with a rose, I would like to take <laughs> like you to your a hand. French restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, First of all, you'd be embarrassed like it's in the hallway. Yeah. All the kids are watching.
1: <laughs> that would be embarrassed Who's footing this bill? That's what I want to know. How are we paying for this? You paying for this? <laughs> yeah. um, Zero dollars yeah. a year? I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not legally
0: allowed to work. I'm too young to work. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, from that scene after Joey really starts to make Dawson feel insecure about why Jen and him haven't had sex yet, which is the way sex is thrown around in the show for 10th grade, It, it if it, I know every kid, everybody's horned up in the 10th grade, but it's not this... On Front Street. Right. You know, it's not just discussed this way. Like, why hasn't she had sex with you yet? That would be such a crazy question to ask somebody in ninth or tenth grade. Oh my gosh, know? if
1: <laughs> I ask my daughter if she's put deodorant on in front of other people, she is horrified. And so when I see all of them talking about sex like this, I'm like, what? How come nobody's like standing in a corner? They're just like, everyone hear what we're talking about. But I'm like, that's not realistic at all. You would be like confined to like a little area and like not even using the s word maybe you spell it or something there's there's just no ridiculous
0: from there okay so we get a nice vignette of the high school Right. Now they're going into the high school. This song Stupid by, the, by Chicken Pox is playing, which plays throughout the show. And it kind of is the bed of the bed of the episode because everybody's making stupid decisions. And we are now introduced to a person that I was forewarned about briefly. We, okay. were, we were briefly introduced to her. She makes her appearance later on in the episode in a triumphant way. I am infatuated by this person. She is just an agent of chaos. So, uh, you know, ab- you know, there's a montage. There's people scrambling to cat- uh, class, and a girl comes in the frame, and she just drops her purse on the floor, and shit goes everywhere. And you're like, who is this girl? <laughs> she picks up all the stuff. She comes into the classroom. Joey's giving some kind of presentation on Japanese dynasties. She interrupts that, s- flirts with uh, a boy, and goes and sits down in her seat. And Joey, you know, so that's Abby Morgan who we will find out more about later. But that's kind of the way she explodes right. onto the screen in chaos, which is very much on brand for what she did this episode. I also have a theory that I think that Abby Morgan is a witch. Okay. And I believe that she was casting some kind of hex throughout this whole episode. Oh, for sure. Because this is this has been drama a drama-filled type of show, but everybody went to 10 on this episode. <laughs> people are hitting people and fighting people and getting in it was ins- it was like it was so out of character like everybody was turned up a notch
1: it felt like they were like the ratings aren't doing great so we're gonna bring everything all here this is your time to shine and they're like everyone do something and it was just yeah, yeah crazy <laughs> it was it was absolute
0: chaos mm-hmm. so anyway Joey's giving her presentation and she's being constantly interrupted by Grant Bodine
1: anyway as I was saying since the emperor was in Kyoto that hello
0: made that- over here <laughs>
1: You know, I'll take questions after the presentation, Grant.
0: Right. Now, did these concubines, did they have to doink the Shogun? <laughs> Grant, or could they say? Like, no dice. Well,
1: it was a great privilege to be chosen by the Shogun. So, so the they... Shogun
0: was kind of like the, the school stud. Every chick wanted a piece of him, right?
1: But you know what? They didn't want a piece of him. Sounds like they did to
0: me. Well, that's because you have a low IQ. Ooh. He's getting bro juice everywhere. I mean, he's like a... Like a caricature of a bro. I mean, he's giving out high fives. You know what I'm saying, bros? You know with the (laughs) ladies when they slob on it. You know what? You're like, what is is this?
1: But see, to me, he sounded like a mixture of like Joey from Blossom. The whoa, that kind of thing. And then also, for some reason, this makes me feel very old. Welcome back, Cotter. There's a guy named Horseshack and his whole like just his presence the entire time. Just like how jittery and stuff he is. Yeah. That will be like a good reference for only me when I listen back to this. But <laughs> but it was just like, what are you doing? Like, calm yeah, he, down.
0: He has a very like danger field-esque type of yeah, like that jittery where it's like he just has so many bits he has to right. get off. And he's like, ha, ha, my wife, yeah. you know, she's Ooh. home and I'm not home. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? Cut me some slow no Respect. You're like, uh, I get
1: no how, respect. How, yeah.
0: Yeah. How old are you, man? <laughs> so this is so it's a weird, it's weird energy while he is on 10. Grant Bodine, we all know a Grant Bodine. Of course. So we'll get to it in the scene where he really shines, but uh after that scene, Dawson's changing classes and he catches uh Jen and uh Pacey in the hallway talking. I mean, you know, I wouldn't say it was anything. No. Extreme. I you, I would think you want your friend and your girlfriend to get along in some kind of capacity, Not Dawson. you know. Obviously, you know, there's 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 a point where you could I could see somebody getting jealous. Sure. But being out in the hallway and just seeing them talk, uh, we hear words like Oompa Loompa. And so, you you know, obviously <laughs> you can put pieces together that 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 they're talking about Dawson in some capacity. But they immediately get very vague, like too vague to a point. Sure. Just change the subject. They're both like, oh, I don't even know what we were talking about, Dawson. Let it go. Like they're just I amnesia. They're making it weird. The door hit me yeah, in the like, head. You're making it. weird. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you're making it more suspicious and weird than it needed to right. be. Right. Like you could have just you could have just lied honestly and just be like oh it's uh, something from a TV show last yeah. night and it would have moved on. I don't but know that, that he would have. He's
1: kind of crazy. Oh he yeah he wasn't gonna yeah. let that yeah, go. Yeah kind of yeah yeah
0: no actually that's a good point. He's he's a fixator and he needs you to tell him what's happening because he is the. He is the protagonist in his life, so he needs to know everything that's happening. And if you aren't telling him that, it's a problem and we need to fix it. Immediately. But
1: also, if you because tell him, I, he's going to be pissed. <laughs> he's not going to yeah, be happy either. That's
0: Yeah, the, the, the dichotomy of Dawson is like, either you don't tell him and he's pissed, or you do tell him and he's pissed. Yeah,
1: which one do you want? Yeah.
0: <laughs> now they're, uh, Dawson and Pacey meet up in the locker room, and Dawson tricks Pacey— this is how manipulative and 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 obsessive right. he is.
1: Basically, what were you and Jen laughing about before? Dude, oh, you're fixated. Move on. <laughs> well, obviously, if you won't tell me, you were talking trash about it. Hey, don't talk trash. Recycle. Whatever. Jen already told me you guys were talking about. No, she did. Mm-hmm. She did? Yep. Huh. I guess that's cool. I mean, Oompa Loompa is not the worst nickname. You told him people called me Oompa Loompa? Was this an ongoing thing? Because he's just like, you know I don't like being called Oompa Loompa. Like, <laughs> it sounds like from episode one, everyone's been calling him that. It's
0: Yeah, they bring it up like, I mean, first of all, these people are 15. Right. So it's like, when did when were you called this? And then when did it stop for it to be this vague memory? Sure. Because, I mean, <laughs> people don't forget, you know? Right. So if, if you were called Oompa Loompa, in freshman year or in eighth grade, somebody would still be calling you Oompa loompa Absolutely. if it was like the whole school called you this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. Why? Because they realized that you were like this this film prodigy they and they respect you, you, now? you now. Yeah. That's yeah, like, <laughs> like, no, they'd still be calling you Oompa loompa and knocking your books out of you. Right. That's the picture that they painted, and then all of a sudden that just stopped because he grew six inches or something. I don't Maybe. know when it stopped. But the point is not that, Melissa. The point is that this is his Manchurian candidate. <laughs> sleeper cell this word turns him into like a bloodthirsty murderer it is like the word you should never utter to dawson never ever and and he even like he like pushes pacey when you know because pacey yeah. still eggs him on but he's like all right man whoa <laughs> see you out there but he laughs it off because he's like huh, you know it's just a, me and my me and my best bud right. having a laugh <laughs> and no but dawson is now stewing
1: if you oompa know? bothers you that much I just can't imagine a real problem happening in his life because he is just like he turned into murder eyes. Just that your whole entire thesis on why Dawson is a murderer is you could base it on this episode alone. He's just
0: for sure. Yeah. Out of his mind. I mean, he practically tried to kill his best friend. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I reflect on funny, embarrassing moments with my friends all the time. No one's ever tried to like break my face
1: yeah <laughs> well you should have gone to what was the school called creekside capeside capeside Side. Cape side. if
0: okay. you really want drama take it to capeside <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile cut from that jen is in health class and she's getting into this debate about assisted suicide in health class if a doctor can help someone to die with dignity i think it's crazy that as a society we would put that doctor in jail die with dignity isn't that just a euphemism for murder and suicide? No. If someone has a terminal illness, if, if they're in terrible pain, if it's just a matter of time, I, I mean, don't you think that there comes a point when life is no longer worth living? One of my most fond memories of health class is when I revealed to my teacher, she like had a bottle of ketchup and she was telling us how many calories are in ketchup and uh-huh. she goes, "How many how much ketchup would you use on a small order of McDonald's fries?" And I went, you know, yeah, like yeah, this yeah. much and she I mean, she was shaken. <laughs> I mean, she was. I mean, she was like, "That's no. You no one should eat that much ketchup. You should. You shouldn't do that." And I was like, "Oh, I just I like ketchup. Sorry, but that's my health class experience." Right. You know? We weren't having these like, these like, incredibly in depth no. and complicated uh... discussions about the m- the moral. I didn't get it. Implications of of assisted suicide.
1: No. And not with somebody. a college
0: level thesis. I
1: know. I know. (laughs) My health class was my teacher saying when we got to like the SEX section saying, we're going to skip that, read that at home and keep going. That's my whole memory. (laughs) So nobody was talking assisted suicide or any of this. It was intense, like out of nowhere intense.
0: For this to be on the curriculum already, like, I don't, and I don't know, at first when he said euthanasia, I thought maybe they meant animals. Right. And then when it got to people, I was like, oh, but then what this is, is this is that old, this is that 90s trope of, like, small town, small brain. Right. Big city person, super progressive, comes in, and they just can't adapt to this ancient way of life because this teacher brings up God and...
1: New York City decision. and Times Square. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That was <laughs> like, first of all, you clearly have never left Cape Side because if you're bringing up New York City and you're calling her cool, and the first place you mention is Times Square, yeah. <laughs> the most uncool part of New York City, is like that's what they think New York is. Right. And but I also think that that's Kevin Williamson making them like that's him's little tongue in cheek, like this is what small town people right, right. think New York is. And it, it's the same thing that happened in Hocus Pocus. Like that kid from Hocus Pocus was from California, and then he moves to. Massachusetts or wherever they move to. Probably the same kind of area probably. that Cape Side is supposed to be. And they're like, Hey, uh, whoa, California. It's this very like coastal elitism for sure. Attack. Like when you come to our town, they already think that you think you're better than them. Right, right. But for an adult to that's like something like insecure. Boys and girls, do to the new kid in school, the teacher shouldn't be no uh, that way. (laughs) No, not at all. I don't know how you do things in New York City. You'd be like, "Whoa, man are we are we cool?" Yeah, I'm a child. (laughs) You just shouldn't have been from New York City.
1: There you go. That's the lesson.
0: Yeah, that don't be from New York City. Mm -hmm. That's what this episode taught me. So while she's doing this, I'm wondering why she has this passion about euthanasia, right? And then I remember, oh, she has a grandfather who's like basically in a coma in her house
1: oh okay
0: so i'm like is this energy about her grandfather who's like not said a word in the show yet right like seven (laughs) episodes in he hasn't had a line in the show he just lays comatose in her in their guest room and so i'm like does she want to smother this dude with a pillow
1: do you think she wants dawson to smother him with a pillow
0: oh see what happens using her ways to get him. To, oh, man.
1: Absolutely. Oh, we
0: got a mommy dead and dearest type of there situation go. going on here. Oh, Melissa, I think we just cracked the code. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, she ends up saying, like, life's a bitch or something. Right. That she crosses the line. at Times Square <laughs> uh, Talk. Th- this, super co- this super complex conversation, I think he felt like he was losing, right, this right. adult man. So he goes, you can't, hey, you can't curse, so you have detention now. You know, he used his power to, like, end her, end end the conversation.
1: Yeah. It was the lamest line, too. I was, like, the rest of it leading up, I was, like, you're doing well. And then she says that. I'm, like, "Eh." I would just be, like, embarrassment. You have detention for embarrassment. You've embarrassed yourself today. You were actually laying
0: out a super great argument to make this teacher look stupid in front of everyone. And then you just threw bitch in there for (laughs) no reason. No. (laughs) Like, completely negated your whole great argument. So anyway, up next now, Joey's standing in line for the cafeteria. She's getting her lunch together. One of those mediocre lunches. You remember high school Absolutely. cafeteria lunches mm-hmm. like mozzarella sticks or Ugh. chicken nuggets, and, yeah, you know, just awful food. And Grant Bodine and his gang decide, well, we get first dibs because you know we're the jocks. jocks, yeah. And and then he goes. <laughs> I also thought it was hilarious that one this dude like he he uh he retained the. The, her project to be able to regurgitate it right, to like that he was paying enough attention he's like well you know we're like the emperors you're like yeah. wait you remember you were paying attention this was like to a that?
1: dangerous mind situation he retained all of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grant Bodine remembers all yeah. am I right fellas and they give him high fives it's kind of like your report excuse me we're like the shoguns in this school it's like our castle whatever we want we get oh really you can either be my servant
1: or my concubine. So what'll be?
0: Oh!
1: oh. 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 A,
0: a, like a flagrant assault.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, not, not just like, not just like. Oh, she poured a milk on him. No, no, no. It's like you battered him. Yeah. <laughs> there should have been somebody like that's enough. Like yeah. there should have been one of those things. Like stop. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to kill him. It should have like it should have been one of those kind of things. Right. And but then or yeah. They're just like, all
1: drinking their milk just watching they're it. Like, oh, nice. Yeah.
0: We see this every day cuz it's Cape Side High School.
1: Exactly. This is
0: the third fight today. <laughs> so now we're starting to see what's going on. This is going to be a bottle episode. Everybody's going to be in one place and that's going to be the thing. Right. So they're setting up the they're setting that up. Now we go back to gym class and Do- uh Pacey and Dawson are, are finishing up a game of basketball. Okay.
1: He shoots his goals. The crowd goes wild. This kid's on fire. you too kind. You know, Dawson, I'm really kicking your ass. If you want to impress the cheerleader's pace to go shoot free throws or something, I'm out of here. Daw- hey, you can't leave, man. I need you. You make me look good. Yeah. How do I do that? Huh? you suck worse than I do. <laughs> it was a joke, man. I'm kidding. You can still beat me. Miracles happen all the time. Come on, pass me the ball, Oompa Loompa. What'd you call me? I said, check it, Oompa Loompa. God. Hey, ladies! I really love what you did with that last cheer. Uh, what the hell? Oh shoot! What happened?
0: I love all my bros. I don't know if if I would humiliate myself for the benefit of especially not in high at school.
1: their suggestion either. That's way worse. It'd be one thing if he's like, "I'll play you. I'm not that good. It'll make you look good." But he's like, "You suck," and I want to yeah. look good and make you look like a loser. So come over here, oompa loompa. Let's get started.
0: In front of the cheerleader. Oh,
1: yeah, which is upsetting now, itself.
0: Oh, my God. Now, fortunately for Dawson,
1: he doesn't really
0: get bogged down in the, uh, the hierarchy of high school. He's above this. Of course. It's not until Pacey utters the forbidden words to Dawson that, I mean, his face just goes white. And a bloodlust consumes <laughs> him. And he throws this ball at Pacey's face. It looked for first of all it looked so real. It did. I don't know I don't know how they pulled it off like it looked like the ball hit his face. Yeah. And then there was some quick camera work that like jarred it but it looked like the ball hit him in the
1: face. It did. Well didn't it hit his face and then hit the camera like we're a yeah, part of some right? like Disney 3D ride where the water's shooting yeah. out at you.
0: <laughs> it was immersive. It was yeah, an immersive experience. So uh Dawson for a, for a half a second is feels bad about it. And you know, but that's just because he went into a blind rage. Yeah, of course. Because he is the capeside slasher. (laughs) I think this I really do. I think that I now I don't I don't think I've revealed this to you, but I'm watching this episode by episode. Okay. Because I didn't watch the show when it was on. So this is really my first watch of Dawson's Creek. And I'm purposefully doing that because I like to be able to speculate innocently and let my brain goes where it wants to go. I love it. So I do believe that at some point in this show, Dawson becomes a serial killer he becomes the Capeside slasher. and the creek is and the
1: first. The creek is where he dumps the bodies, that's right? His bodies, yeah.
0: The creek is where he dumps his bodies. Now, I want people when now that we've said that, now go look at the poster for the show. Him standing on a boat in the middle of a creek, dark, marveling over his his graveyard that he's created. Yeah. <laughs> but now they cut to uh, Pacey, and he's actually super fucked up, right? Like to a point where you go, "This is again." Like we said, this is the protagonist. This is the titular character, and you go. Oh, my God. He just did that to his best friend. Right. I mean, there's blood pouring from his nose. His, bl- his eyes already black. You're like, it goes from like, oh, shit. He got mad to like, whoa, that's like.
1: Where really is the resource guy. officer in this school?
0: <laughs> there is no. no. Just the coach being like, hey, Leary, cool it. Yeah. yeah, Cool your jets. And det- Everybody's kind of Brooklyn. I know it's like it's supposed to be like coastal Massachusetts. Right. But everybody has this like, hey, you know what I mean? How about you go? Hey. Take a time out in detention. <laughs> Saturday detention. You're like, oh, okay. Feels What's very Times Square to me. <laughs> yes. So this is so Times Square. This is a very Times Square episode. The show fades to black. Now we fade back into the show, and it's now Saturday, and we know that because Saturday by Colony is playing. Of course because so. this show really likes to treat you like an idiot. It's actually one of the re- it's one of the most things that made me the most mad in this episode. Is this show treating me like I'm stupid? Oh yeah. It Saturday. didn't allow people to just pick up on on a nice little reference which we'll get to but anyway it's Saturday and Jen and Dawson are now making their way into Saturday detention which Dawson doesn't feel like he deserves but even Jen in the world where Dawson is infallible goes no man you you I mean I don't know if I deserve to be here because I was just having like a debate but you like assaulted she she didn't get on his side at all no yeah I don't we neither of us should be here she she was like no you I think you're where you need to be two of us (laughs) you should be here (laughs) listen one of us shouldn't be here i don't want to point any fingers but i used words
1: yeah
0: (laughs) they walk into class and then they see wow pacey's also in saturday school for reasons yet to be revealed
1: but for the moment
0: you're like did they get saturday school because they got into a fight that's not fair because it wasn't a fight right now in walks abby morgan with miss tingle who i thought for a half a second i know this is foolish because it's 1998 I thought that was Sarah Paulson for like
1: oh, two
0: seconds. Yeah. For just like a half a second, I thought it was Sarah Paulson. I feel like she's played a character like that, right? Sarah Paulson's working. She's booked and busy, so we could have seen this character from Sarah Paulson several Absolutely. times. Absolutely. She's in everything. <laughs> so like I said, in walks Abby Morgan, and she's making her case for why she doesn't need to be in detention. She's very good with words, this Abby Morgan. She's a trickster. She's an agent of chaos. She causes problems, and I'm not sure she's not a witch. But I'll continue. Yeah. Let's put that on the back burner. Also, the fact that Miss Tringle was watching Days of Our Lives, Yeah. which admittedly, I used to love Days of Our Lives. It's one of the most ridiculous soap operas ever. Absolutely. There's a monkey in it. There's yeah. witches. It's it, it like, it doesn't make any, it's like not based in any kind of no, reality. No, no, no. It, it's so much chaos happening. So I, in my mind, because I overanalyze, I go, oh, this is, Miss Tringle's watching Days of Our Lives to let us know Abby's magical. And that's why she's always on the outside, puppet Ooh. mastering. She just always has these ways of dropping the quick little knowledge of something, or asking the right question, and then it just turns into pandemonium. I love her in this episode. What an introduction to a, char- a character! So anyway, Joey's the last one to walk in because she assaulted a person sure. in lunch class, and you know, so she's the last one to join. And so now the detention club is fully formed. You know, they're they're now here, and they're going to be together for the next eight hours, which is that seems like almost torturous. 15-year-olds. That's a lot of time. Yeah,
1: but I don't understand all of them in detention. The things they're in for are so... Various. Yeah, various that I'm like, okay. Joey should be suspended. Yeah, absolutely. Expelled. I That's what I was thinking. I'm like, how are they not expelled? How are they just... And they're complaining about Saturday school? I'm like, you really got off easy. If anyone should be mad, Very it right. should be Jen. She did Only basically one. nothing.
0: Le- Jen and later to be revealed, Abby, I guess, but you can't be tardy to school. That no, is no, the rules. no. But two people who got in, who assaulted, and <laughs> Pacey, who we won't even, we won't even,
1: we won't even I get into
0: Pacey yet because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like get ahead of, the, of it, what yeah. happened. But he got off lighter than anyone. I know he should be like on a list <laughs> now. <laughs>
1: he Absolutely, be like on some kind of list. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this episode is already, you know, they're they're having conversations about what are you in here for and everything. So it has this Breakfast Club kind of feel. And listen, I'm not looking for points. But I think that it's always fun in a show where you kind of pick up what they're doing. And they just don't even, they don't tell you what, they like, you just know what's happening. Easter eggs. It's very obvious what's happening. They're obviously, you know, they're obviously, uh, you know, um, uh, giving a nod to The Breakfast Club and I'm enjoying that. And then Dawson can't let you enjoy anything. Nothing. Not even the viewer of the show (laughs) that he's the star of. This
1: is so Breakfast Club. You know the John Hughes movie where the five kids are stuck in detention all day?
0: Yeah, at first they hate each other and then they become really, really good friends. Oh, yeah, the movie stunk. Whatever happened to those actors?
1: Well, Anthony Michael Hall got some kind of weird thyroid condition. Molly Ringwald lost her gawky angina appeal, and the rest are languishing somewhere in TV obscurity. (laughs) No way! Emilio estevez he was in those duck movies, remember? God, those were classics. So funny.
0: Kevin Williamson, he created, he and uh, he wrote Scream, and you know Scream does that a yeah, lot, yeah. where they say what the character traits are, the movie traits, the tropes. They say them within the movie, and it's like ironic. Right. So he brought that into Dawson's Creek, and he does it a lot. In this moment, I was like, can we just let somebody else do let it? Us have because this one what it thing. is, it and if you're not going to let us have it, have have Jen do it or Joey. Dawson's arrogance is already so high that him doing that, it really felt like he was talking directly to me. Right. <laughs> like he was like, you didn't figure this out. I'm telling you that it's it's The Breakfast right. Club. So you don't get credit because I'm just going to say it.
1: Negative because, points. You get negative points. Because I win. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because I win. <laughs> so... So
0: now, what I did find was I did find funny was you know they're going over what happened to the characters from the Breakfast Club and they mentioned Emilio Estevez and I thought that was a funny another Easter egg within an Easter egg because Joshua Jackson was in the uh, Mighty Ducks movies and so oh I didn't even catch that oh that
1: was oh, good no no that? no oh, yeah, oh that's yeah, good yeah
0: okay. yeah uh, uh, yeah so that was funny again they they break the fourth wall a lot like in that. this show Abby continues to stir the uh, stir the pot at their bra- at they go on a bathroom break and she's like I feel like you guys are in some kind of messy love triangle thing so you already you continue to see the Abby's. She's the puppet master. Right. She's really pulling these strings left and right. She's whispering in ears. She's just such a, she's, she's a chaos agent. And after the bathroom break, they go back into the library. And Abby's super bored. So she goes, let's play Truth or Dare. How could this possibly go wrong? Two of the girls are in love with the one person. Sure. Uh, the best friends are in the middle of a, 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 a rift right now because he assaulted Casey. <laughs> so let's all just play a game where you could, where literally, the, the game of Truth or Dare is so dangerous because... There are no bounds. Ba- like, you could just, whatever your mind, if you're an evil person right. like Abby, which I love, you could do whatever you want. Absolutely. Which she does. And also, here's look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convince you that she's a witch or some kind of spe- uh, super uh, nice being by the end of this show. Here's another Easter egg that they do. So, you know, she says, let's play truth or dare. Dawson, first question.
1: And I'll swear to tell
0: the truth. Forget about it, Abby. <sighs> Come on, Dawson. Isn't there anything you've ever wanted to ask me?
1: Yeah, you're really an alien, and what planet are you from? No, and Earth.
0: So I just thought that, again, if you're talking about Days of Our Lives, the way that she's always on the outside controlling things, she just felt she had so much gravitas in this episode. It felt like she was in control the whole time.
1: It felt like they gave her control, too, because at any point you could be like, actually, I don't want to play this anymore. Uh, That's not why we're here, and I'm going to sit on the other side or go watch Days of Our Lives with the teacher. But they're like, this is a game. We're committed this yeah. we will die here we have to we
0: have to play the game yeah. or we will die you know what it felt like that's a good point you bring up it almost felt like she had a gun off camera <laughs> and that they they're like these are like two married couples who she's now broken into their home and is holding them hostage for her sick twisted enjoyment so she's <laughs> like like this this just this truth or dare scene could be a crazy movie.
1: If you just put Her, a little bit of haunting music, even just acapella, I don't wanna wait underneath it would slow be it up. terrifying. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> and that happens a lot just with Dawson just doing regular things. You're like, this would be so terrifying if they if they shot it differently. The exact same thing that you just said, Dawson Leary, if it's shot differently, it is bone chilling.
1: Yes, absolutely. So
0: so anyway, Abby comes out of the gate. Hey. Pacey, you kiss Jen. Why they have to do this, I have, have no to. idea. They just gave, again, like you said, they just gave Abby the reins and whatever she says go. And that's why I feel like she has this it's manipulative magic control because why would you kiss your best friend's girlfriend in front of them, game or not?
1: I know. And just watching, like making eye contact right with there. him while yes. kissing her was it intense. Was like,
0: it was so weird and and evil and just felt everybody felt like they weren't themselves
1: right because why
0: would why would jen why wouldn't jen say no why wouldn't pacey say no why wouldn't dawson go we're not playing this game
1: yeah you know like everybody just kind of was like
0: well it is truth or dare
1: yeah we know what we signed up for
0: yeah guys we signed the contract we're contractually obligated to do this so go ahead and kiss him yeah so they kissed for like 10 seconds
1: and admittedly
0: there was a small spark they definitely did some camera trick you know it wasn't like No, no feelings. Right, but it wasn't crazy. But then Pacey goes, "You, Joey, kiss Dawson for 15 seconds."
1: They even up the time, up the
0: time. uh, You know, it's right after it's right after Jen and Pacey have set the standard for what a kiss is. Right. So now they have to top it, and so now you know there's a little bit of back and forth. But again, they go, "Hey, it's the game, guys. (laughs) We have to play." Like there's.
1: These weird, like they, it feels like they've promised that you can kill every person in their family if they don't complete this task. Because yes. they're like, I I
0: mean, the what stakes, are The do? stakes, they make the stakes so high. Could not be like higher. But the stakes aren't established. Like, there's something unsaid. I really feel like, Abby, I want to go back and watch the show and see if the, you ever see her hands in the scene. Yeah. Because I feel like she just has, like, a pistol, yeah. like, in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> don't look <laughs> the down. Don't that look down. Sense <laughs> to why, Yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense as to why they couldn't just go, I don't want to play this anymore. This is getting weird and getting kind of, like, vindictive, and I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Which is what was happening, but they just proceeded to play. Got to play. And my song of the creek actually comes on because it's the only song that really was not right on the nose and fit the scene well. This song, Grace, by Michelle Malone comes on, and it really just sets the passion of the kid. let lets you know, hey, they're going for it. The sparks are flying. This kiss could melt icebergs. So I felt like that song was placed very well because so far, everything else, like the Saturday song, there's been some other songs that are just like... Eh, they're all right. They're right. Just, they, this song felt it felt like it fit, and uh, this is actually a creek fact. This is, I mean, it's not really a fact. It's just an, an observation. This is uh, jo- uh, Dawson and uh, Joey's first kiss okay. of the show. So the sparks, you know. So now you're seeing already the sexual tension's been there, and now you get this kind of brief payoff. But it's in the it's in the confines of the game. So.
1: But the it did not feel that me- way because immediately, as soon as their lips touch, both their hands start moving. I'm like, yeah, I- they're
0: like caressing
1: faces. Yeah, like,
0: that's not a part of this. Michelle,
1: <laughs> you can literally assault people at this school. And the worst you're going to get is not Michelle. Jen, the worst you're going to get is detention. Just like slap her hand away or do something. But they're all just standing there like, I don't want to get in more trouble. You could basically kill somebody at Capeside.
0: Well, what it is is they're in the middle of the game, and so they know that if they break that, if they break the rules of the game, something.
1: (laughs) A lot of people are gonna die.
0: So she just had to stand there, like Nicole did in this weird, dark way, like watching your your loved one or liked ones high school. Your liked one kiss somebody. That's and I don't even know how you recover from that. You know, that's like to be fifteen. How do you recover from that? Now, obviously, the whole school wasn't there to see this, but there was enough people there that, like, every people saw this yeah. happen. So how do you just go back to, like, normal after this? I know? don't even... How about just don't do it?
1: Yeah, it, it was... There's so many witnesses, and that's what I thought was interesting about this whole show. They can't do anything in private, so they're like, well, of course you're going to be watching this, right? Do you want to zoom in over here? I'm going to put my <laughs> hand on her face now. I can't control myself. That was the other thing. I'm no. like, if you know everybody's watching you, you're not going to be into it and why did nobody just like peck on the lips and hold it there they were like open mouths
0: they were open mouth they were going back and forth they were passionately making out for this time limit
1: breaking every covid law every covid rule there is
0: to see people even kissing on television in 2021 is so weird i'm like you guys are breaking the rules like nobody's wearing masks this is strange so the game ends and it devolves into just it, it, it ends unceremoniously. Everybody just gets upset. Uh, Jen accuses pa- uh, Joey of being jealous of her and Dawson, right. which she is, yeah. but don't say it to her. You know, come on, guys. Not in Let's,
1: front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> be, 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 nobody's being cool
0: in this episode. No. no, nobody's being cool. But you know what I noticed? And it's very obvious. There Abby Morgan stands. No truth. No dare. Just chaos. She didn't play the game. They didn't make her do something embarrassing. She just... She just jokered that whole scene.
1: Do we know if she's the girl from that meme where there's just a fire going off behind her the little girl's face? Some
0: people just want to watch the world burn. She is the Joker. She is the agent of chaos. And there she stood ruining all these friendships. Yes.
1: And she didn't even play
0: the game. No. The game ends with her not, you don't have to go flash Mrs. Trinkle. You don't have to go like Lick a a, a table, Mm -mm. take a piece of gum from underneath the library table and eat it. Nothing. Abby Morgan is unfazed. Nothing happens. She only pulls the strings. Her strings are never pulled. So like I said, the game ends unceremoniously. And Dawson has this great idea because, you know, it's the Breakfast Club Club episode. Let's break out and run around the hallways like silly kids, you know. And so they do do that. And then they decide to play the game of Xerox our butts. You know that. Melissa, you know that classic game. Guess of my butt. Rocks our butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guess you know you know. Guess my butt. It's like the hottest game. I think Ellen DeGeneres has an app about it. Yeah. Uh, guess guess my butt. Super fun game. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and this one has got to be Pacey's.
0: How do you know? <laughs> I can just tell.
1: Duck, she's checked it out. Don't make me ill. Oh please, you know she can't help herself. <laughs> I mean, come on, my butt. It really, it's like a magnet. Chicks just they can't keep their eyes off. It. <laughs> Stop, I man. You're pathetic. <laughs> hey, you're just jealous you can't yeah, talk about delusions of grandeur dawson this is so blatant that's why you threw the basketball in my nose and it's why you've been acting like such a little puke lately me pacey. i've been acting like a puke
0: dawson don't get into this
1: hey okay. you're jealous you're jealous of me you're jealous of me because i'm a better athlete you're jealous of me because i got a better sex life than you. <laughs> yeah you're... pacey you're a real don juan at least my nickname was never oompa loompa all right my favorite is he gets kind of cocky he's like all the girls love looking at my butt and he grabs his khaki like cargo mr burns butt. you know (laughs) you're like there's nothing there buddy i don't even know how it showed (laughs) up on there
0: yeah and if there's anything there and to begin with it's the 90s so he's wearing three sizes too big cargo cargo pants and a tommy bahama Mm -hmm. shirt with another shirt under that and some kind of weird rope necklace So there's nothing flattering about any of the clothes that you're wearing. So nobody could tell what your butt no. looks like. As a matter of fact, I feel like either way, people would be shocked. They'd be like, wait, your butt's that small, but there's so much. Pant. Right. <laughs> I thought you had a bigger butt. Like there's so much pant so on So much you.
1: material. We had no idea. I could play <laughs> guess your material. Of course.
0: Yeah, I know. I can see so much extra <laughs> stuff in the Xerox. These are clearly cargo yeah. pants and only Pacey wears the cargo pants. Right. It turns into this pissing contest between Dawson and Pacey. Dawson is saying... You know, you're arrogant since you lost your virginity. Now, keep in mind, Pacey lost his virginity, as you know, to uh, the teacher. Right. Jacobs, two episodes ago, there was this conflict because the rumor got out in school that uh, Pacey was hooking up with the teacher. But they they squashed it by saying Pacey was lying. Hmm. So he should not even be having this conversation about losing his virginity in front of Abby because they all think that he lied. Right. So, so Abby should be asking if she was a true agent of chaos, and if they would, they probably cut this out. They should have left it in. Is her being like, so who'd you lose your virginity to, Pacey? Because that yeah. would be a question that my Abby Morgan would ask. So, so they challenge each other to a game of basketball to to prove who's the most right. manly of the two, and they go and play basketball. They proceed to have the widest game of basketball I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they aren't they aren't they're no. traveling, they're breaking all of the rules and they miss every I appreciated shot. that not, so
1: much cuz you like in most things you would see like every shot, every shot so who's going to be the last one? stunt doubles Everyone they're like <laughs> shooting it's like Michael Scott in the office shooting it all the way, yeah. you know, into the back. <laughs> yeah, terrible. it was so you're like, oh, "How is anybody impressed with any of this?" like, "Ooh."
0: Oh, it's it's embarrassing to do that in front of, like, the, the girl you're yeah. dating, to have that kind of performance. If this was One Tree Hill, it would have been a stunt double who dunked right. the ball, and you only see da- the back of Dawson's head, and you're like, oh, Dawson can dunk? But I do like that. It's like the Step Brothers thing where uh, Will Ferrell, he's singing uh-huh. in his bad Will Ferrell voice, but the world is just enamored Absolutely. by him. I love that they're like, let's just let them play basketball. We don't have it doesn't have to look good. Let let them play basketball how they yeah, play. Yeah, and James
1: Van Beek's like, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna do it in, in post. You're gonna show that we're getting yeah, all these shots. Up, they're right? like, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna look great. Look it's great. gonna look great. It's gonna look great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so while they're having this, it's an embarrassment yes. for basketball. Abby Morgan once again on the sidelines puppeteering. Y'all can never be friends as long as you keep fighting over the same guy. Joey, it's obvious you're in love with Dawson.
1: Oh, you're
0: wrong. I saw a kiss that could set the Atlantic Ocean on fire. Don't tell me I'm wrong
1: about that. That kiss was intense. Come on. <sighs> come, on. Come, on. Okay. Whoa, come here. Just get that weak ass jump. You guys out. have a lot to talk about.
0: <clears throat> I'm parched. I'm going right. to get some water. Everybody knows this is the elephant in the room, but nobody's said it yet. So kudos to Abby Morgan for being the first person. to just, for ya. Come on. She's, a, she's a, a girl. She's an agent of chaos. She's a, she's a magician, and she just wants Pete. She's like casting spells left and right. And she, she drops this bomb. She, she reveals the elephant in the room, and now Joey and Jen are now in this awkward state because Jen wants to be Joey's friend so bad, but they can never be friends, as Abby Morgan said. They can never be friends because you guys like the same guy. It could just never happen, at least according to this show. I don't know. Yeah. Like Have you had any? Have you ever had that experience where like you ended up being friends with a girl and you guys both like the same person?
1: Kind of, but it was more of a you want to be friends with them to eventually look like the better person, so oh. the guy would think you are the better person. And you're so friendly, like you're very unassuming. Yeah. Also, men um, don't care
0: about stuff like that.
1: It <laughs> so didn't work out well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was it was not a great plan. Yeah. <laughs> I, le- I can tell you how it worked out for me, not well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I always like I always. I know how stupid men are because I'm a stupid man. But sure. when I hear women have like um, complex seeming, like what you just said makes great sense. But dudes are so dumb that they aren't even like, oh, you're a good, <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're such a sweet nice person. Per- like that just not even, that's not even computing in a man's brain at all. So that's, that's, No, that's, it was
1: a lot of effort <laughs> and for zero payoff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So uh, Abby actually excuses herself once she gets things all riled up between Jen and Joey. And she's in the bathroom, like, putting on lipstick again or something. And then yeah. she realizes, hey, guys, we got to get back. And uh, Dawson sneaks in one. He scores the only point of this basketball game. Only one. If you watch this scene, every shot they shoot misses. It's airball. They wrestle at one point. And then Dawson's. <laughs> so the final score is one to nothing. A very oh, there, There's a very manly game between two guys. You are oh my the gosh. more man because you scored one basket in a basketball game full of errors, and right. so he you know, uh, uh, Pacey accuses him of cheating. But we don't have time to linger on that. We got to go, and they have the fun little you know scatter around the uh, scatter around the hallways. They slide and and you know very Scooby Doo esque type of thing, and Tom
1: Cruise esque too. With Katie Holmes, oh, what's oh. that scene? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a risky business. Yeah. The, Thank the, the, the you. A risky little foreshadowing yeah. A little foreshadowing of the oof, the, the spiral Lux that Katie Holmes, Katie Holmes eventually finds herself in. Man, and you know what? I, I I I don't give kudos to like the press very often. It's also probably because she has a very strict uh, Scientology clause or something.
1: Right. But nobody ever
0: asks her about that, and I think it's because they can't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but that and somebody was telling me, uh, Ashley, not Ashley Olsen, whatever the youngest Olsen's name is. It's in WandaVision and everything. She, Elizabeth so Olson. Ashley Michelle. Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. Nobody asked her about Elizabeth or about Ashley and Michelle. And it has to be like, oh, I'm yeah. just not going to talk about yeah. it. You know, right. At, going. Her into publicist
0: it, tells them that up front. We do not discuss Heath Ledger or, A- or Ashley. Mm-hmm. Or so They've much.
1: got that. Abby Miller gun pointed at the entire situation.
0: There's always a gun off camera. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Miss Tringle catches them. She punishes them by making them do some kind of Dewey Decimal System type of...
1: But they had five hours left. I feel like they would be like, finally, we have something to do because they are ruining their lives every time Abby's involved. Finally, they can do something productive. Yeah,
0: every time Abby suggests something, she's just like, how about you reveal your deepest trauma in front of everyone? That'll go (laughs) super well. You know, like every time it's like... It just keeps escalating. So it's glad I'm glad Miss Tringle stepped in and was like, "Here's some structure. Shut up. Sit down." But again, Abby Morgan, hey guys, I have carpal tunnel. She says, finds a way to not contribute to the task.
1: Mm. Well, holding a gun that long in that position, yeah, that's, I mean, that's yeah. gonna mess with that your joints. That should joint. have been
0: your first sign that she doesn't have carpal tunnel, guys. Her her carpal isn't tunneling that bad if she can keep this gun cocked and loaded <laughs> at you guys at all times off camera for
1: eight hours. Yeah, she's been holding a gun
0: <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, they complete their task, and now Abby jumps up and like, it was oh she's so she's so uh, strategic. I, I loved her in this episode. She's like Cruella Deville, you know how you like mm-hmm. Cruella Deville's like a bad person, but you like she's an, she's like an antihero, so you kind of you kind of right. love it because she's like right, right. dressed great, and she has all these funny sayings. It's just something captivating about Abby Morgan. So she takes right. the cards and she's like, "We just finished, Mrs. Tringle," so now she gets credit for the for the project. Even though she did none of the work, which is my, oh man, that, that moment took me back to school so bad. You know, when tough. you get like a project, it's like a week long project. You have to do work at home and mm-hmm. you're, there's a person who has a part that's not big because we all knew that this not is the person to to not them. to be trusted and they didn't even do that, but right. they get the same fraction of the grade as you get. Yep. And you knew that they were not going to do it. So you had to like, everybody did a little bit of their thing and they still exactly. get the credit.
1: Exactly. But, well, I just love that nobody says like, hey, actually, oh, I forgot about the gun. Never mind. Yeah, no yeah. wonder no, they yeah. didn't no, say don't anything. Mean, look, They can be as mad as they
0: want to be. Nobody's going to step to Abby Morgan.
1: I she forgot has a gun, Melissa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, with all of her talk of uh, ecstasy and orgies in the locker room, she is simply there because she was tardy. That is the only reason that she has Saturday detention.
1: But I like that nobody even questioned the ecstasy and orgies. Like she's like, I was doing ecstasy. We had orgies. None of those people are in trouble, by the way. It's just <laughs> yeah, her that's just, in trouble. Just me. And like, no, there was no other consequence. They're well, like, think well, about this who person... she's
0: talking to. Dawson broke somebody's nose. Yeah. Joey committed second degree assault. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, yeah. This is just Capeside. orgy in the you know ecstasy orgy in the boys' locker room.
1: Fits. Okay. Fits, Detention.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it fits. The only odd one out here is Jen. I mean, she said, bitch, grow up. How about you start doing yeah. real crimes like the rest of us? <laughs> so I think that's what they thought. Then she had the gun, so, you know, they, they kind of yeah, just put two and two up. together. She's a rebel with this Abby Morgan. She's a rebel. So, uh, but after Abby reveals that, here's, here's the witchcraft again. She finesses it into an argument between Dawson and Pacey. Understand, you don't get it. There's two words, oompa loompa. I hate
1: those words. It's like every insecurity I have about myself exists inside those two words, all right? When you call me that, it's like you're exposing me. For not being Mr. Varsity Athlete, for not being sexually experienced.
0: Look, I'm a virgin, okay? I'm not some big sex stud like you. (laughs) Big
1: sex stud?
0: So, yeah, so da- this uh, this argument between Pacey and Dawson reveals... Dawson ends up revealing all of his insecurities about not being a sexual stud, about where the root of being called Oompa Loompa comes from, which, again, if this is the worst thing that's ever happened in your life, you're leading a very sheltered life. You know, like, this is... For this to be this dramatic... Oh, my he has gosh. to have a monologue about, it makes me feel like I'm not the basketball stud, you know, because I'm an artiste. That was basically his monologue, was that... It, you, know, you know how I'm an auteur, and I'm an artiste, and I love films, and I'm a film genius, but when you call me Oompa Loompa, it reminds me that I can't do what those uh, feeble-brained um, uh, right. animals on the basketball team do. Not that I would ever want to, but it right. makes me feel like I'm not as much of a strong man as I am, even though I am, because my my strength comes from art.
1: It was a very much a humble brag, but also poor Pacey because he can't even play basketball as we've now seen. He's just better than Dawson. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's
0: That's his only claim to fame is that he's better than Dawson at basketball. And Dawson's like, yes, I have a girlfriend and I'm an artistic genius and I'm a film director. But like you're better than me, a terrible basketball player at basketball. (laughs) And that hurts my feelings. And Pacey's like, all right, man, well, I'm a fucking loser. Like he re- and then Pacey goes into self-deprecation. And now, Melissa, we are here. So good. After Dawson, you know, self deprecates Also, this Pacey's a great friend, right? Because he, he reveals this to Dawson to make Dawson feel better about being a virgin and, and not feeling like he's good at basketball. Right. He reveals to Dawson that after you viciously broke my nose— I was getting so much sympathy from the girls on the cheerleading team that I got an erection.
1: After you totally busted up my nose with that basketball, the cheerleaders were being really friendly towards me and uh, you know, bandaging up my nose and hugging me and stuff and I got a little excited. Oh no. It gets worse. I, uh, <laughs> I went into the bathroom to relieve the tension, if you know what I mean.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, and, uh, coach came in and wanted to check up on my nose.
0: <sighs> he saw a lot more than your nose, didn't he? Yeah, well, needless to say, that's why I'm here. That's the most embarrassing story I've ever heard. Casey walked <laughs> the dog at school. He went into the bathroom and masturbated and got caught by the coach of the basketball team. Right. And again, he should be on like a sexual offenders list now.
1: He should have to introduce himself to all of his neighbors after this.
0: <laughs> but in Cape, Side, Massachusetts, that is a that is a Saturday school offense. <laughs>
1: It's like having Times Square mouth. It's, yeah, the, it's, a,
0: same yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Now there are definitely p- people publicly masturbating in the Chilies in, in Times Square. That, sure. So th- these are all Times Square material uh, uh, in, uh, you know infractions if we're really going to get down to it. Cussing, masturbating in public. They're all, they're all on the same level, but this ain't Times Square, Melissa. This is Capeside. There needs to be <laughs> <laughs> There needs to be boundaries. They hold, they hold themselves to a higher standard. This is a very conservative town. Uh, masturbating in public should be a lot more of a serious offense than saying bitch. And punching somebody in the or basketballing somebody in the nose should be pretty hot, high, not higher than masturbating. He did the worst thing.
1: The worst. Pacey the worst. The worst
0: thing. He like he like went into a public bathroom and 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 touched himself.
1: Yeah, there should like be a Wee 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 newspaper clipping it. of it. Yeah, there should be something that we should all know about this. But yeah, it was just very like this was an embarrassing thing I did. Too bad I have detention. All of them should be like suspended, working with guidance counselors. I don't know intensive therapy for him on that one. There should be a should lot have shown going up on at some
0: point in this episode. Like these are things that the outside of the confines of school punishment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, the resource like... officer cannot handle any of this. They are probably dealing with other friend groups that are committing the same kind of crimes. We've got Abby with a gun and ecstasy and orgies, and this is just so like to happen in one day. That was so many things. This happened. This
0: happened in a twenty-four hour span. All of these <laughs> things happened. This is just another day in Caveside. But you do bring up a great point. Like this is, there's been drama, but it does feel like they got some kind of note for this episode. Like, hey, listen, the ratings from last week's episode were kind of low. Everything's going to eleven this week.
1: Paula Cole's out of here. We <laughs> <None> of, <laughs> we can't no more of that
0: shit. I want you to play Slipknot and I want everything on 12 <laughs> now. You know, that's what the studio told Kevin Williamson and he delivered, man. Absolutely. But again, that's that, that's also hilarious that they tell that story. Abby obviously goes, that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard, which it, it's not just embarrassing, but they should be looking at him differently. You know, like, right, forward, right, right, right. Like, wait a minute. Wait. So Dawson, Jen, Joey, they should all be like, wait, wait, wait hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait. So you, you masturbated in the, in the boys bathroom and then you got caught? Right. Because girls were showing you sympathy because your nose was broken, that got you so yeah. horned up that you had to go jerk off in the bathroom. They should be like, "Oh, uh, I don't know if we could be friends. I think you might be like right. a sexual deviant or something." Like
1: <laughs> now, with this and the rumor going on with you and the teacher, I think some things are going on. Yeah,
0: I think you might be like a pervert, Pacey. Yeah, that's a bad twofer. That's a good point you bring up. Actually, it's like this kid's fresh off of having to go to a school board hearing where he had to tell oh everyone. I I lied about having sex with our teacher, I, I'm a liar, and now he's having, he's masturbating in public, so that's a crazy twofer. He should be like expelled from school. I lied about having sex with a woman, that's super gross, and I masturbate in public.
1: I'm Pacey, so, <laughs> and I'm still better than Dawson. And, I'm
0: st- and yet I'm still, I'm still a much better option than Dawson Leary. So, yeah. So uh, after that insane bomb drop, the episode kind of comes to a wind down with Joey having a nervous breakdown about her feelings. I mean, she cannot handle her feelings. And she doesn't even really reveal them to Dawson, but yeah. everybody just kind of knows what's happening. Maybe if you just say these things, then you know they'll be
1: out in the open. Your feelings won't be as strong anymore. You know? I mean, you to be free. I can't. I
0: can't. So if I say these things. I can't ever take them back. It'll change everything, and I can't do that. I
1: can't. Well, everyone, <laughs> congratulations! You've done your time. You can go home now. He's acting like her secret is that the McRib is back. Like yeah. he's just like just kidding.
0: <laughs> like, out. Just something completely that has nothing to do with everything mm. we've seen all day.
1: Right. And yeah, <laughs> it just came it. out of nowhere.
0: oh yeah. you, you just you just you just like told your girlfriend in front of the girl who's in love with you. Like I think about having sex with you a thousand times a day. A Thousand times. A in day. front of everybody's around. They're and they're having. Why won't you have sex with me? I'm just. I'm a human. I have desires. I just want you to want me.
1: They're all. Oh, they that all, line. Th-
0: it's gross. It's so gross. So gross. They they all can hear this. And then he looks over in Joey and he's like, hey, whoa, Joey, what's wrong? <laughs> like, he just I can't know. piece it together. It's so weird that he can't piece it together. I, know. I just think he doesn't want to.
1: Where she got off the table to sit down to listen closer. I thought she was going to walk away. And instead, no. she literally was like putting an ear up, got a cup to listen easier.
0: No, see, because Joey's also we have to give we have to we have to call people out for who they are. Joey is also a big time masochist. Like she loves, yeah. to, she loves to scrunch her face up and feel the pain and be sad. She definitely listens to Phoebe Bridgers and a bunch of like dark, sad, slow music in her room. Who who would be, who would say is like the depressing? I'm bummed out. Who are acoustic? Would it be
1: like Fiona Apple? Yeah, I, guess, I don't yeah, I guess know. Fiona, yeah, Fiona Apple, Lilith Fair call. people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fiona <laughs> Apple, you know, she's 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 that's she's listening to that in her room and just being sad. She loves it. She loves to be sad. So, and she's
1: crying in a mirror. She's definitely oh, looking at herself while she's crying. Absolutely. Kim Kardashian has nothing on her cry faces. I did oh, a couple no. of pauses. I was like, Whoa Katie
0: Holmes it's like she has more muscles in her face than other people. It's like her cheeks do a thing, her lips do a thing, the corners of her mouth do a thing, her chin does a thing, and it turns into this like uh, Salvador Dali, her face just contorts in this way I've never seen before. She, it's like the, the '90s was a time where women had to have like a thing. Right. Nicole right. Kidman had squinty eyes. Renee Zellweger had weirder squints, yeah. weirder squinty <laughs> Another eyes. Another version. And Katie Holmes had this like pathetic face. Like it's the only way to really describe. It. She really played when when Katie Holmes is sad, she makes you feel so bad for her.
1: Yeah. Not. Yeah.
0: And just I want to say that again. Not makes you feel sad because there's actors that like make you feel things. She has a face that makes you feel bad for her. So the show actually that's how it ends. Them Dawson kind of pretending like he doesn't know how why he's consoling her, but he consoles her and she's like, I I can't say it. I just can't say it. I'll never. I can't ever say it. And then and then the show's just over. Yeah, it's done. (laughs) Cliffhanger. That's the yep. end of that's the end of episode 7, uh detention. And wow. What a fucking doozy, Melissa.
1: It really was. I mean, it was. It, there was just I I like I said I don't really remember the show so well, but I definitely didn't remember it being this level. Whenever Pacey does his confession, I was just floored. I could mouth. not believe it.
0: Draw on the floor. Jaw drop. Because again, they they kept it from you the yeah. whole episode. He never but I could have never, I never thought it, would. you know how you like, no. you can, you can kind of come to conclusions based on clues within sure. the episode that came so out of left field. There was no, there was no clues. No. I, I, so when he started saying that, it truly shocked and baffled me. Yeah. And I have to give the show credit. Th- that is really good. That's great storytelling. It I is. I did not see that coming at all.
1: Nor so did I show, want to.
0: Yeah, nor <laughs> neither. Both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> neither or <laughs> i right. did not see it coming nor did i want it coming uh but yeah it's like for a show to be 20 years old and i'm watching it in 2021 with all you know television i feel like we're at the kind of we're at too much of the height of television like there's just s- s- too much good stuff on right. TV that you'll never be able to see all of it but there's so much great television on for me to be able to watch something from 20 years ago and it genuinely catch me off guard i have to give mm-hmm. credit where it's due because TV from the 90s was very formulaic. Like it was like, this happens, then there's a conflict, then there's a resolution, now this is over. And it still follows that structure, but that to to keep that little nugget hidden for the whole episode and you have no, you never saw Pacey go into the bathroom, you never saw him like, oh, these girls are getting him all jazzed up and now he ran out. Like you never saw anything that would give you any kind of context clues that that was his secret. Unreal. Unreal. Uh, so Melissa, what I like to do here before you know we've now reached the end of the show, I like to play a game and then ask a question. So okay. the first, the first game I like to play is a game called Joey's Choice, and in Joey's Choice, you can only you're you you are Joey. Well, you're Melissa, but. For all intents and purposes, I you can are melt Joey. my face you're, if that helps. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you. I don't know. That, that's she had to go to like Juilliard to learn how to do it. <laughs> some there's some, uh, some, some uh, acting coach that never worked again after Katie Holmes. He was like, "This is my masterpiece. I cannot yeah. <laughs> I cannot over, I cannot do this. We I cannot do this again. I, I retire. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is my, this is my ultimate. You know, this, this is my swan song." So you're Joey. You're on a boat ro- rowing down the creek. You come across two people. You can only save one of the characters based on the traits, the actions, and and, and and other things that were said in this episode. Okay. It's Dawson and it's Pacey. They're both in the water. They need help, but you can only save one of them. Who do you, Melissa, slash Joey, save?
1: Only in this episode?
0: Only in this episode. You can't go off of things you know later on. Oh. Only how the characters revealed themselves to be in this episode. You have to save one of them.
1: I think I have to save Dawson because he didn't—he didn't sexually expose himself to people. That's he didn't break any <laughs> real laws. This is so upsetting. Yeah, I mean, wow. he assaulted somebody, but he—he he assaulted a sexual deviant. So is he a hero now?
0: Whoa, whoa! That was some mental gymnastics that you just did, and I now did I'm it. on your side. Yeah, see, Dawson already knew that Pacey's a pervert.
1: Yeah, so he couldn't it- tell them
0: he was trying to protect his friend, but he Protecting knows that friend. he knows that he's a, de- wow. Yeah. First of all, Melissa, I want to say kudos to you. You're the first person in seven episodes to even choose Dawson.
1: That's upsetting for me. <laughs> 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 he's a monster.
0: <laughs> nobody, nobody has saved Dawson so far, but if there's going to be a reason to save Dawson, hitting a sexual uh, deviant in the nose is a fair reason to, Yeah. and him not being a sexual deviant is a fair, you know, a fair play. Now, another question. So what I also like to do is I uh, like to ask, uh, my guests, what they learned from this episode. You know, it, it can be as short or as long as you want to. now what I'd like to do is for the listeners, as you know, um, you can submit, I like to have, what will happen is there will be a Paula Cole cover gently swelling in the background sure. from hopefully a listener. If you have any Paula Cole, if you have a, Paula, if you have a song in your heart, preferably a Paula Cole song, preferably the song from this show, Submit that to creektalk 98 at gmail.com. I would love to play it while people like Melissa come on here and you know and let us know what they learned. But before you answer that question, I'd like to ask this question as well. You know the song I don't want to wait. Obviously. Oh yeah. Super hit song. If you could only if you could pick a person that you would have like do a, a full-on, like, you know, cover in studio from today, from now, or from, or or even just from your from your iPod, you know, mm-hmm. who would you have cover? or do the song now, if Dawson's Creek came on today?
1: Oh, I would 100% go with Nickelback, because I hate the wow. song, and why not ruin it a little bit more? <laughs> like, let's just make it
0: worse. Make it as, as bad as you can.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they'll have the money to pay it for it. Then. I, don't I don't think they'd wait. have to pay That's them. That's actually, yeah.
0: like, actually, I, I could see it. They right? Just turn, make the guitars electric. Okay. A funny. No. Yeah, yeah. That actually might fit perfectly. I know. I know. She had two babies. Melissa the the floor is yours there will be a Paula Cole cover gently swelling in the background what did this episode teach you again it could be you could be as you didn't learn anything so, so please whatever you got let it go
1: I learned a lot. I feel like what I learned the most is the things going on at Capeside are so much worse than we could have ever imagined. I learned that school boards are important, very important, and they need to come up with things like resource officers, who just follow these stu- these four students around all day long. I learned that they need to talk about things like why, what you should and should not do in public restrooms, yes. and I learned that uh, having a Times Square mouth is as bad as J-O-ing in public, according to Cape Side High School.
0: Not just Cape Side, but the entire state of Massachusetts.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently.
0: Well, Melissa, uh, thank you for that. I, I, that was a that is a very powerful lesson that I think people can take and go forward and really. Uh, Enjoy. I will put that message that you just gave me into a bottle. I'll be throwing that into the creek for someone to stumble upon (laughs) later in life.
1: Um, With the bodies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, with the bodies. Oh, my God, what a creepy episode. See, that's what I think episode. I heard season five is the craziest season. Like, it just people really, it was received a little weirdly. Mm -hmm. And that's the one I want. Yeah, yeah. Anyone where like the people who love this show are like, that's where it got weird. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to get to that. Exactly. That's going to be the best.
1: Yeah. So maybe
0: in that season they find the oh, a message in the bottle. Oh, my God. There's 40 <laughs> bodies down here. <laughs> yeah. Is that Abby Morgan? So, uh, <laughs> um, Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk about this ridiculous show. Yes. Um, I would love for you to take a minute and, you know, plug anything that you would like to plug. The floor is yours. Give it talk about it. Be about it. Do it. Live it. Go for
1: it. Thank you. Um, So I have a show that I co-host, Moms and Murder, if you want to check that out. I uh, co-host it with my friend Mandy, and we talk about things like people like Abby Miller and, or is it Miller? Am I saying that wrong? Abby Morgan. Morgan. Abby Lee Miller is the dance uh, mom's coach who got in trouble, (laughs) so that's what's in my head. <laughs> potato, so to potato. talk about things like Abby Morgan and real life Dawson, uh, serial killers and stuff like that. Um, and then my new show is Criminality. I host that with uh, Rebecca with Dialogue Podcast. And we look at true crime and reality shows. So yes. you're Anna Nicole Smith's, uh, your are Mike the Situation, Sorrentino's, those sorts of things. So it's a little bit lighter than Moms and Murder. But yeah, that's, that's what we have going on.
0: That's so awesome. Those are both great podcasts. I really... Thanks. I can't. I can't wait for you guys to keep going down the criminality rabbit hole because there's so many people who were in reality television, like who did crazy things.
1: So crazy! There, I know? guarantee we're going to have a pacey adjacent. Those sort of crimes are going to come up uh, pretty soon.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, and and I look forward to it again, Melissa. Thank you so much. I, this has been a blast. I cannot thank you, thank you nice. enough for taking the time <laughs> to talk about this ridiculous show. <laughs> and to everybody else, until next time, see you next week.